Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. I am back today to share more information with you about phonological awareness. So if you've seen my previous videos, you know that phonological awareness is being able to hear and manipulate the sounds in spoken language. You also know that phonological awareness is an umbrella term, meaning there are a lot of subcategories underneath this term that are all about hearing and manipulating the sounds in spoken language. So in previous videos, we've discussed word awareness, syllable awareness, and rhyme awareness. We've gone from the whole word to the syllables within a word to being able to isolate the beginning sound and hear everything else that comes after to produce and form rhyming words. And now we are going to get to phonemic awareness, which is another important definition that you've probably heard before. So phonemic awareness is a subcategory of phonological awareness, but it also has a lot of skills underneath it that are listed over here. So we are gonna talk about what phonemic awareness is and how you can work on it with your little one because phonemic awareness is really where we wanna get to. It's really fun working on all of the phonological awareness skills, but phonemic awareness is gold when it comes to learning how to read and write. This is where we wanna get our little ones to. So the definition of phonemic awareness is our, it's our ability to hear and manipulate the individual sounds in spoken words. We know that with phonological awareness, we've been manipulating the bigger chunks of sounds in words. Words themselves, syllables, and rhymes. We talked about onset rhyme before. But now we're to the very smallest parts of words, which are phonemes. English is made up of 44 phonemes. So we need our little ones to know and understand these 44 sounds and how they blend together to create words. Now, for example, in the word dog, d, ah, g, we have three phonemes. And in the word ship, sh, i, p, we also have three phonemes, even though the word ship is spelled with four letters. It's not about the number of letters, it's about the number of sounds. We're going by sounds when we're working on phonemic awareness. Now, phonemic awareness can actually be broken up into two different subcategories. We have sort of the basic skills we're working on with phonemic awareness, phoneme, and then we're also working on more advanced manipulation skills, phonemic awareness manipulation. Those are gonna be a little bit more advanced for our little ones. So we will talk about both of them in this video so that we can see how all of this is building from the more basic skills to the more advanced skills. So the four basic skills under phoneme, we have phoneme isolation, phoneme blending, phoneme segmenting, and phoneme counting. 
Now these are all very important skills. So even though I called them basic, it doesn't mean that they're easy. These are the building blocks of reading. All right, so number one is phoneme isolation. We want our little ones be, to be able to isolate the beginning sound of a word and then isolate the ending sound of a word and then isolate the middle sound of a word. And then when there's lots of sounds in a word besides just three, we want them to be able to hear all of those different sounds within the word. An activity idea that I have for you when it comes to isolating a sound is to give your students this target sound. So for example, j. And every time they hear that j sound at the beginning of a word, have them do a jumping jack. Or every time they hear it at the end of a word, have them touch their toes. Have them do an action, but have them listen. Is it the beginning or is it at the end? You want them to be able to pick out where that sound is, that target sound that you've given them. The second basic skill is phoneme blending. This one is what I like to call mystery words. I do this with my students every single day. I will say a word broken up by its individual phonemes and I will ask them what my word is. So for example, my word is b, o, ooh. What's my word? Blue. I want them to be able to blend those sounds together to say the word. Now, I don't need to worry at all about if they know their alphabet, if they know letter names, if they could spell these words. I don't need to worry about any of that. So I can really use any word that I want. What I want them to be able to do is take those individual sounds, say them fast together to say the new word. Because after all, that's what reading is. We're just doing it looking at the printed letter. If we can't do it orally first, we're not gonna be able to do it looking at the printed letter. So a lot of work on phoneme blending is key to helping our little ones become strong readers. The third skill, which is the opposite of blending, is segmenting. So this is when I want my little ones to be able to hear a word and break it up into its phonemes. So I'm not breaking it up for them, I want them to do it themselves. So I could say, my word is shell, and I would need them to say shell, sh, eh, Ooh, shell, so that they would know what the individual phonemes are in that word. Segmentation is very closely tied to spelling because if our little ones can break up a word into its individual sounds and then they know what sound, what letter spells that sound, then they're going to be able to spell much more easily. But first they need to know each sound in the word and then the next step later on is to be able to match that sound with its printed grapheme, with its letter. But that comes later. Right now we're just focusing on doing this orally to help them break up those words into their sounds. And then the fourth activity for the basic phoneme level is just phoneme counting. That really goes along with segmentation. We want our little ones to be able to break up a word into its sounds and to count how many sounds there are. So I like to do this with Play-Doh balls. So I can have my little ones say a word and then break it up into its sound. And for each sound, they will put a Play-Doh ball on the table and then they can squish the Play-Doh balls as they say each sound to blend the word together. You can also do this with poppers. Poppers are really popular right now and they can pop for each sound they hear. And then they can tell you how many sounds were in that word. We want them to be able to count how many sounds are in that word. Now we're at the most advanced level of phonemic awareness, which is what we call phoneme manipulation. So this is when we're really playing with the sounds in words. We want to be able to delete sounds, 
add sounds, substitute sounds, and switch sounds so that our little ones can really see how the sounds and words go together and how we can change them to make new words. And all of this is helping them become strong readers. So for the first level, deleting sounds. I could say to my students, say moon, moon. Now say moon without mmm. What's left? Oon. They're deleting a sound. It could be the beginning sound. It could be the ending sound. It could be a middle sound, depending on the level of your learners. But you're helping them delete a sound to see what's left. The second level is addition. So it's the opposite. Instead of deleting a sound, we're going to be adding a sound. So for example, I could say, say at, at. Now say at and add k at the beginning. Cat, that's my new word. So I can add different sounds while I'm doing a phoneme addition. Number three is substituting. This one is really fun because you're having your little ones replace a sound with something else. So for example, I could say, say in, in. Now say in, but change n to t, it. That's my new word. I've substituted, I've changed a sound in the word to be something else. Now the last one, this one is super fun. It's probably going to be way down the line for those of you watching this video, maybe in second, third grade for your little ones to do this, but it's phoneme switch. So for example, you would say, say eat, eat. Now say eat backwards. What is it? T, because we went from E t to t e t. So they're completely switching all the sounds in the word to make a new word. That one is really fun for older students because it's very, very tricky. So I hope these ideas were helpful for you when working on phonemic awareness with your little ones. I hope this whole video series has really helped you understand the difference between phonological awareness, which is the bigger umbrella, and it has all of those different areas underneath, and then phonemic awareness, which is a subset of phonological awareness, which is just the individual phonemes that we're working on in spoken words. Now, no matter where your little one is on this journey, there is something for them to be working on. Whether they're just toddlers or young preschoolers, and they're working on some of the bigger skills in phonological awareness, like word awareness, syllable awareness, rhyme awareness, or maybe they're in pre-K, kindergarten, and first grade, and they're really focusing on phonemic awareness. There is always something for them to be working on. Setting the foundation with phonological and phonemic awareness is the key to future reading success. That's what research shows, that's what teachers see in their classrooms, and that's the area we want to work towards. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at Littles Love Learning Blog. Happy learning!